What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Bonjourno. Bonjourno to you as well. How are you this fine my day? My feet are hot. Feet, well, everything's hot. <laughs> everything's it's hot, Texas but particularly my summer. feet. <laughs> it's 120 fucking degrees like, no, all the time. There's nothing we can do about it, but I do want to complain about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you. I had to go out and film some stuff today, and my God, it was hot. I, I told Sam before I left, I was like, there's like a, an hour limit to this because or else I'm going to be too damn sweaty and too damn hot. I wasn't even filming inside and I was still too damn on hot. On my way driving here, I saw a man out running. I, I just like, I see that too and I'm like, what are you, are you doing? doing? It's too damn hot. I, yeah, I, I literally don't understand how they're not passing out in the I streets. Know. It's a mystery. And then I get a, especially bad when I see people walking in the middle of the day and they got their goddamn dog with them. Yeah, that's a, that's keep that puppy home. Keep, that the, keep them pups at home. Keep those cats indoors when it's this amount of temperature. Because even cats, no matter how many big splutes they do, they still get too hot. We've been keeping an eye on Crump outside. He comes up. He looks grumpy. Oh, Grump! I thought he said Crump. Oh. I was like, because he likes crumping. <laughs> he loves a good crumpet. Loves a good crumpet. Uh, but no, Grump. He like he like not to the extent of like grumpy cat, but he just he's an outdoor stray cat around our house, and he uh, who hangs around. Because we feed him. Looks a little rough and like Grizz did. No, not even like rough like that. He just kind of like, you just look at him and he's just kind of like, <laughs> just kind of like side-eyed <laughs> everything. But he's just, he's a really sweet guy. And he, like sits up, he sits up on the, uh, on the top of our car um, and everything. And, and like, he was actually waiting there for me today when I was, when I got back from a walk with the Bubba's. Oh, look at that he's sweet little kitty. So cute. Yeah, he's a cute little guy. I'll show everybody since I'm talking about it. Yeah. Can anyway, you just see him okay? Nah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, kind of. Not really. They can get the general blobbiness the of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, since it's too hot outside, that means it's perfect to spend it inside playing video games all the exactly. damn time because what else should you be doing? So, that is what we're here to talk about today on Team Chat Podcast. And you can listen to a new episode each and every week at uh, when, when they release on Thursdays on podcast services around the World Wide Web at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You get the picture. We're out there on the Internet. So go listen. You can also watch a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. Links for all that are in the description below. And you can also find us on social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well as a Discord server. So go check all that stuff out. Links again are in the description. And finally, if you want to help make the show bigger and better, just like Super Saiyan Ace, Erica L, Elise F, Zach S, Susan M, James K, Michael B, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W have done, you can go over to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, whereas for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show. And in return, we give you cool perks like getting the episodes early before their general Thursday release and access to a private channel on our Discord server, The Rogues Gallery. So, and like some special emotes little things like that along the way too. It's a lot of fun, so you should check it out. And if you can't do that, that's no big deal. We totally understand. A lot of great free ways you can support the show as well, such as telling your friends, writing us a review, uh, sharing it across your social media, all that good stuff. Help gets the big word, big good word of Team Chat Podcast out there to the masses. And for that, we are especially grateful to all of our listeners, viewers, and patrons alike. Heart, heart emoji. emoji. It's kind of hard today. I got to fight around this mic on yeah, today. Oh, but there, there it go. is. Boom, okay. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, the way you phrase some of that, we right before we started recording, Jared mm -hmm. and I were talking about how I've been binging cult related, like religious <laughs> uh, HBO Max shows. Yeah. And I, I just like had the thought based on what you said. I was like, we really got to start using. Uh, an inflection, a specific tone that the mega church preachers use, because I feel mm. like that's how we're really going to start to indoctrinate people. I see, just like to the slowly. word, the, the big good word of Team Chat. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Ah. So we gotta, we gotta like practice. Our acronym so already sounds like a drug. I'll go get uh, a suit. We both have to learn to become very sweaty. Most mega church preachers are very sweaty. <laughs> Turn off the AC in this house Yo, for five minutes, and I'm there. Point. All right, we have to get little little <laughs> handkerchiefs so we can okay. dab away the sweat uh, when when the spirit of video games, I guess, moves us. Uh, yeah, yeah, moves us. Do we speak in tongues in this cult? Uh. Yes, but it's mostly just poorly translated video game quotes. <laughs> I think that sounds pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, we just like try to like, I heard this one quote sometime and like, it kind of sounded like this yeah. and here we go. Oh, oh boy. Anyway, wow. Anyways, let us tell. know if you think that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I did love Cult of the Lamb. Why not start my own? Yeah, see, we've already gotten some practice. We've got the thirst for power. You have to like remember the like voice lines of like the like uh, villager babble. From Cold of Lamb, yes. and that's our speaking. I promise. just, I'll talk like Plimbo, my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you cracked into your uh, special gift from I did open friend it Friend of I, the show, Kira. I did open it up, take a peek at it, um, and it's got like an awesome art book in it. 
so that, does the that has like one. individual like little like pictures for like all the different uh, like yeah. faces and animations of the of the lamb of Lambert. It's great. We should have looked at the, the boxes closer because I'm and like obviously both Cult of the Lamb and Death's Door. By the way, we're talking about the uh, special gifts, the collector's editions uh, gifts that Kirok got myself and Jared mm-hmm. for the Nintendo Switch. I got the Death's Door collector's edition. Got Jared got the Cult of the Lamb. Lamb. Both games that we both adore, but so I think good. both very appropriate for each of oh, us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and yours came with a beautiful little art book. So did the Death's Door one and the Death Store one came with a code for downloading the entire soundtrack. Same, so did yeah. mine. So that's what I was wondering is that like were those collector's editions both put out by the same people? Like are those from Devolver or did they like contract those out to an outside source? Since they didn't have since they didn't have a actual like physical release either of those games yeah, I'm gonna in. bet it was probably limited to run games. Yep. Oh okay. Yeah that I feel sense. like they usually do stuff like that because they, they're also the ones who are who, are not, who just like drop their uh, uh, remastering and releasing Gex like the oh, Gex trilogy okay. and that other one from a PlayStation classic game that is now uh, escaping me uh, Tem- oh Tom Poco or something Tom Poco. like that yeah something like I'm that I'm not sure if that's the name but that's always what I think of when I right. hear the name so that's why I, so they're doing that so I would imagine if anybody's remastering random uh, like or packaging up stuff because I know they do this a lot they did one that was like a collector's edition of uh, uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter I think they even did one for Star Wars Racer, which I don't know why I didn't get that one. I should have. Um, Tom Poco is the Spanish word for neither. So I don't think that's the <laughs> so name of the game. I don't, th- I don't think it's Tom Poco. <laughs> I think I was thinking of something else. I mean, I got my <laughs> Discord right here. I could probably see it. But like, All should, I know is that news, I can so. visualize the screenshot, and I remember looking at it and thinking. Uh, unchar- oh, there it is. Rem- Tomba. Tomba. I remember uncharitably thinking that it looked like the ugliest game I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because it's from like what 1993 or something yeah, like that it's from it's a, a little, while it's ago a little, it's a little old so yeah so oh, anyway boy. limited run games doing some good shit good shit out there the lord's work the yeah the, the, the cults the lamb's work yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the cults work but anyway all that is neither here nor there <laughs> yeah. that was the longest tangent i think we've ever it, gone you could on. say it's perhaps <laughs> tom poco <laughs> Tom Poco. It's Tom Poco here or there. Aki, Tom Poco, Aka. I don't think that's how you say it. I'm really sorry. My Spanish has gotten very weak oh, over the years. It. We're butchering it. Oh, wait. It would be like ni aquí, ni tom, ni, ni aquí, ni acá. Sure. Uh, anyways, don't worry about it, people. <laughs> we're not here to teach you Spanish. We're here to yeah. talk about video games. And the one that we're going to talk about today is first impressions of a brand new game that's actually, by the time this episode's releasing, it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. This is actually one of the first times I think we've ever done... I think so, too. ...like a pre-launch, pre-launch first thing, impressions. First impressions. And it, unfortunately, it's not because we got the code no, or anything cool not. like that. We just played the demo. <laughs> we would but also be breaking t- the embargo if <laughs> right? we were doing that. So this is all based uh, on the publicly on the available, public available demo. demo Pikmin 4. Pikmin 4. So uh, this is very, uh, a fun little dalliance into the series because I've never played yeah, Pikmin before. I'm really excited to hear what you thought so. about it because I've played one and two back when they were both on the GameCube. Oh, wow. Like I've played the old versions. Right. And then I also replayed. Was the first one for GameCube yes. or was it before? No, no. The first one was for the GameCube okay. and finding original Pikmin for the GameCube now, like physical copies, mm-hmm. Those things are so expensive. Like it's one of those collector's collectors edition edition kind of things that if you've got it, you're never letting go of it. Uh, Pikmin 2, I think also released for the GameCube, but it was one of those like a bridge title. So I think I think they released both a GameCube version and the Wii version Mm. because I remember mostly playing it on the Wii. And I think one of my roommates had it for the GameCube. So we would kind of swap back and forth. But both versions were incredible. And then many years later, I want to say in like 2014, 2016, somewhere along those lines, during the Wii U era, that's when Pikmin 3 came out. Mm. And I tried Pikmin 3, uh, frankly did not like it. And I feel like we've talked about that before, but <laughs> yeah. why didn't you like it? Uh, so, just, so actually, I don't want to get too much into that because there are a couple of overlapping thoughts about that oh. that kind of have similarities in Pikmin 4. Okay. So we'll, we'll get to that when we actually talk about Pikmin 4. Okay. All right. Well. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Uh, so Pikmin 4 is coming out tomorrow at the time at the time of uh, this episode's release. July 21st. July Friday. 21st. Yep. Friday, July 21st. Uh, and it is the fourth adventure in the series of Captain Olimar. Um, but with this one, it starts off, you do actually play as Captain Ol- Olimar for like a little bit. For the tutorial. The tutorial. For the, where it's teaching you the controls. It's like, here's how you play the game. You're very briefly Captain Olimar. And then... It jumps back to another crew of another ship who are searching for for Olimar and the distress beacon he put out on this planet, which looks 
like Earth yes. because like of all the different things that are super t- like everything is big and human and you're super tiny. Yes. Uh, so, you know, you're on there and they have to come here and try to explore Earth and try to find you all and not only and then also rebuild their own ship to be able to get out there and everything, yeah. which they do through the help of Pikmin. And the and the joke of the series is that this fucking always happens ah. every time. So they're terrible e- explorers. They're terrible explorers, <laughs> truly. Uh, anytime any member of the Pikmin people or race, I don't really know what you would call them, species. species How about a species? Probably, yeah. Anytime any member of the Pikmin attempts to get in their adorable little spaceships and come to Earth, they inevitably break apart on impact. It must just be something about the atmosphere <laughs> that they are just not designed for that kind of reentry yeah. into our pressure maybe who knows but their ships are like it's big so it kind of makes sense anyways they always break apart on impact so the first game was all about olimar uh literally just rebuilding his ship and the uh threat was that you only have 31 days of breathable air Mm. because to the pikmin oxygen is toxic oh so the reason that all of the pikmin wear their spacesuits all the time is because they can't breathe oxygen are the Pikmin the people or the little creatures? Oh, excuse me. The the, the people. Okay. Sorry, I'm calling them I was them very the confused. I was like, wait, the I Pikmin mean the, don't live. Whatever they're called, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't remember what Olimar's, I'm just going to call them the Pik people, sure. even though that's not what they are. Just understand that when I see Pik people, I mean a person the size of a Pikmin, a little space a little alien, astronaut. a little astronaut. <laughs> uh, we'll just call them the explorers. How sure. about that? That works. Uh, they probably have a formal name and I've just... I missed it if it wasn't the demo. So. Yeah. so anyways, Olimar and... And in the first game, he was trying to rebuild his ship uh, because he was going to die in 31 days if he ran out of whatever their breathable air is in his supply. Uh, So that was the entire point of the first game. The second game sees Olimar return to his home planet successfully. You know, he finished his mission. He comes back home. He accidentally brings home with him like a, a, a fragment of like Earth air quotes, treasure, which now that I think about it, I think was a bottle cap. We Mm. were talking about that before the show, uh, before we started recording. I think he brings home a bottle cap. Their boss at like Pick Corp Intergalactic or something like that, whatever it's called, is like, wait, let me scan that. They find out that it's considered very, very valuable materials to their people. So their boss is like, Olmar, look, I know you just got home, right? Uh, you got to go with our other dude, Louie, over here, your co-worker, your dopey doofus co- co-worker, mm. uh, and go straight back to collect me as much of this crap as you can. So the second game is all about treasure hunting. There's no time nice. limit anymore. You basically just had free reign to do whatever you wanted in Pikmin as long as you were adhering to the day-night cycle. Because obviously when you get onto the planet... Uh, you can explore to your heart's content during the daytime, but at night, because of the size of the explorers and the size of the Pikmin, relative to all of the predators around them, if you're still on the surface by the time night falls, they will eat, you'll eat you, they'll eat your Pikmin, you'll die, so everybody's gotta be in the ship and get back up into atmosphere uh, before night falls. Uh, Pikmin 3 followed a similar format, but in the start of that game, I don't think Olimar was anywhere to be found. Oh. Or like maybe they may have been trying to recover Louie now that I think about it. Because the ending of Pikmin 2, I won't spoil it, but it's like a little mysterious. Uh-oh. So in Pikmin 3, they may have been trying to find and rescue Louie, which let that guy die. He deserves <laughs> it. <laughs> Uh, but you were a totally new crew of people, and their yes. names were ridiculous. The only one I remember was Brittany, and I was like, "Really, Brittany?" <laughs> I mean, I guess Louis not that much better. Olimar's really the only um, like, sort of non-normal white right. person name sounding name. But there was like Brittany. I'm just gonna say Greg. There was probably like uh, a Goofus, yeah. and who knows one other guy. There were four of them, uh, and it was all about switching between the four different characters to maximize your opportunities in the day to collect primarily fruit. So in the second game, the, excuse me, the third game, the threat is that your explorers, again, their ship probably breaks down, you have to repair it, blah, blah, blah. But you also have to consistently collect food sources because your new crew of people don't have enough food to survive. So at the end of every day, you have to be processing fruits into what are basically juices. Mm. You're, 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 you're juice land. You're doing a juice <laughs> class uh, so that your crew can eat them and you can continue on to the next day. Pikmin 4's premise is exactly what you just said. It's Olimar getting stranded on Earth again, and you're like, bro, 
Have Stop you, this. Have you not learned your lesson? Why are you still doing this? But he's back on Earth again. He's back at it uh, with the white vans. <laughs> How's that for a reference in 2020? Damn, that's a good callback. <laughs> yeah. He's back at it on Earth once again. He fucking gets trapped or lost or whatever again. So the explorer pick people, I forget what they're called, they send a rescue crew after him. The rescue crew ship also. Yeah, see, they're not good at this. No, they need to cut it out. Yeah, their ship also breaks apart on impact, and they're so now they're scattered to the four winds. It's not good, but it's not I a good look. think there are six, six of the rescuers. Yeah. So the game or the demo that we've played starts out with you taking on the shoes of the rescue team, and this is actually the first Pikmin game. This is one of the things that is very unique to Pikmin Four. This is the first time you've gotten to build your own explorer. That's what I was. I was going to yeah. ask you if that has been in anyone because yeah, yeah, after you do the. Tutorial with Olimar, and it's basically like, oh crap, you got to go save Olimar. Then it cuts to this the rescue team, and then yeah, it's as little like it's not very in depth. You have like five, six options for each thing. I would say it's kind of akin to the um, Wii Sports Nouveau, yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> which yeah. I don't. It's, it's Switch Sports. It's like <laughs> you know what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 pretty much just like hair, eyes, face shape. There were four different awkward body types, yeah. like short and squirt. Uh, short, but like a little bit taller and shaped like a pear. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the one I picked. Big and squirt, which was like the big burly yeah. one. That's the one I picked. Nice. And then... There's one more. Another like medium height one yeah. that was just kind of nondescript. And then like the color of your jumpsuit. Yeah. And so that's pretty much it. So it's not in depth, but I was also just like, oh, I wonder if this is, is a thing that has been in the other games before. But it does seem to me, uh, now you'll have to tell me, bait. what color did you pick for your jumpsuit? Red, because I picked blue hair. And did that nice? <laughs> and did that make all of your team, all of the other crew members' suits red as well? Yes. Okay, good. Because when I picked orange, everybody else was also. Oh, orange. nice. Okay, yeah. so it, like fits the uniform for everybody. Exactly. Okay. Cool. 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 Very good. Very cool. So really, then after that, and, and this is where you may have to more take over being more familiar with the series. No, I want but to hear it, your. Okay. Text. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so pretty much, then after this, it really is like you have to go find the uh, the Olimar and the missing other crew members from your the explore team from the rescue team. And so you do that. And the first member that you recover is the pup-esque dog creature. Oh, yeah. uh, Ochi. Ochi, thank you. So his name is like O-A-T-C-H-I, like yeah. Ochi. Ochi, He's yeah. very cute. Very cute little very pup. Very cute little pup. Has no arms, but it's like basically Just like a big body and, like, and little legs. You know those like old-timey big teeth wind-up toys? Yeah. That's, he, he that's like. exactly yeah. what he's shaped like. I mean, not like, like a, a gnarly pair of, of chompers, but, <laughs> but just like... He do have chomp, though. He does. He can he do can a big chomp. chomp. Uh, and so with him, you're able to... Uh, and a little bit later on in the demo, you're able to ride them around. Uh, they have an attack where you can like charge up a, like a, a dash to like bust through breakable things in the map and stuff like that. Um, and so you set off on your adventures. You find like the first crew member. They give you some more information and like help you out with more stuff after you uh, like where to look for more people. They also like tell you like here here's what we need to fix on our ship. You need to go get this uh, energy resource called called Solar Spark Sparklinium Sparklinium Sparklinium. Sparklinium. Sparklinium I think is right. And you have to get like the demo only allows you to get fifteen hundred, yes. but you get Sparklinium by collecting these different treasures around the, the map, which are as we've discussed like human. Items like yeah. a compass, um, a baseball, pocket watch, pocket watches, uh, little toy binoculars, yeah. all kinds of things, all different kind of stuff like that. But obviously, they're big. You're small, and you have to be able to get them back to your ship somehow. Ochi, Ochi can like pull some Ochi things. Pretty strong. Pretty strong. Yeah. Uh, once you start getting Pikmin, like he has the equivalent of three, and then later five Pikmin, and like terms of strength. Yeah. Uh, but so then you start discovering Pikmin. You find your first red Pikmin, and then you realize, oh, these little like semi-intelligent creatures can help me out and do a lot of it's cool stuff. It's very <laughs> generous that you've called them semi-intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> The Pikmin, uh, so, so the whole uh, adorable factor to the Pikmin is A, their stupid little bodies are yeah. so, cute. so cute. They're just like arms on like a stick body with little tiny stick legs. They've got big bulbous heads yep. and then these cute little flower antenna that come out of their heads. Yep. It starts as a leaf, but when, when they when they power up, when they get big and strong, they get a flower instead. Hell yeah. Uh, and they 
like if Olimar weren't there to corral the Pikmin and give them instruction, they will literally die instantly. Yeah. That's why they are such prime prey for (laughs) everything else on the planet because they are so stupid and so numerous. Truly, they've got to be a valuable part of the food chain because they're they're like krill. (laughs) They really are. They're so dumb. They're pretty much just krill. Because you'll like find flowers that have like a number in the the middle of the around the petals the petals surround this like number and you like break that off and pull it back to your base it's like and then a pellet that, yeah and that creates more pikmin yeah and so the first color you start off with is red is just your standard pikmin standard pikmin doing good so far now i'm not sure if you noticed but the red pikmin Ooh, i actually didn't really test this i think it's true the red pikmin in the first and second games i think in the third game their defining feature is that they are fireproof yes, yes. Yeah, this is in this one too because okay. you do fight a couple like fire. I just wasn't really paying like attention. I was like, "Oh, they'll be fine." You know what's? <laughs> yeah. You're like, "I know what's going they're, on." They're going to be fine. And so you go around collecting these Pikmin because you eventually start needing these Pikmin to do various tasks for you around the around the uh, the, the map and everything. Like, find ten of them so you can like move this paper bag that will let you get up on this yes. uh, elevated area and different things like that. So it's a lot of like figuring out either a like where to get more Pikmin B how to like solve this little puzzle in front of me so that you can uh, get to a new area to get more collectibles and treasure for that sweet, sweet, whatever solar sauce. <laughs> solar sauce. You know what? Let's call it solar <laughs> right, sauce. I cool. like that way Sparklium? more. Sparklium? I think they called it sparklium. Uh, it was so, like literally the artifacts on the map that you were meant to collect have a sparkly effect yeah. on them. So the name is very And derivative. it's basically you can like use these uh, items that you find and they convert to fuel for your ship yes. or, or various upgrades and stuff like that. So... You know, and then it turns out they're going to be like these underground areas that you can explore, like the you know some caverns or they call them sub levels, I guess, in this one, and just the same thing. Like you're looking for more uh, artifacts and stuff like that. Now in the demo, that's kind of all what it seemed to be. You do eventually like find two more types of Pikmin: uh, the blue ice Pikmin and then the yellow electric pi- Pikmin. Yes, uh, electric yellow Pikmin are almost my favorite well they're pretty good they like can fly th- farther when you throw yes. them they also have the zaps which is cool They've got, yeah they're immune to zaps immune they can't zaps. they can't be electrocuted which if you i'm sure you probably didn't do this because you're not a monster but if you've ever th- accidentally thrown a non-yellow pikmin at an electric fence oh it's so sad oh, you're like oh that. no i just fried him there was a like crisp. one electric fence area <laughs> yeah and i did not throw a red okay good you're, you're not a monster uh, uh were you intent did you have any pikmin die on you i think i had like <gasps> two die and like the last it was the restart thing, <laughs> could you i, I thought of, oh i could no, start a could. new save that's true so well you wouldn't even need to i don't know if you noticed but this is very important for anybody that's going to be playing a pacifist run of pikmin a, like a you pixifist <laughs> anyways you get the idea uh so yes i am a pikmin pacifist i will not let my little guys die didn't lose any of them in the demo nice also i think they made the game easier we'll talk about that later okay um but uh, if you hit the start button, or I think it might, it's either plus or minus, you know, whichever one on the on the controller for the Switch brings up the, the menu, there's an option in the menu to just restart the day. Oh. So you don't even need a new file. You can actually, there's were a couple of options. You could restart the day, or I didn't try this on the surface, but I did try it in one of the sub-levels. There was a new option to rewind time by one minute. Oh. So if you made I one mistake, I assume that that's for people that might accidentally soft lock themselves Ah. because if you do something wrong enough or at least in the old games you could do shit so wrong that you would be like i have to just restart the entire day i cannot finish this this task in the way that i want to now or you lost a pikmin something like that so they built in this new option to just rewind time by one minute and i was like wow they made the game for literal babies (laughs) babies <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know like how i even wound up killing them it was one of the like ladybug ones like one of the bigger oh, ones that you have to like throw a bunch on i think, and I think it was like bulborbs bulborbs okay yeah because I, it might have been like it was the one where you had to like throw it at it but like stay behind it so it was when it ch- taught you to use the like the lock target lock on thing oh gotcha. and, it, and, it, and it like it's like you're supposed to stay out of its line of sight so it couldn't charge you or something so you're like throwing the pikmin at it from behind uh and then, but I think that's where it did. But I didn't even tell what happened to kill it or how many had died. I, I, and I really only think it was maybe one or two. So I accepted that as necessary losses and moved on. 
<laughs> oh my god, you're a monster. <laughs> it was also I had I had collected Literally a monster. I had collected all of the uh, sparklium that I needed uh to complete the demo and I was like finishing out that thing and oh I was like gosh. okay, I've got the gist uh and and you know, was ready to move on. But uh move on with it. There is some combat like we're talking about. You do come across a couple like bug-esque creatures that you fight every once in a while. Uh and it usually combat is resolved by throwing either a your Pikmin at them or making uh Uchi uh Ochi, sorry. Uh like charge them and attack yes. them and stuff. Uh so and some of them yes do, uh, like deal ice damage, some deal fire damage. So you have to use your Pikmin and choose accordingly to whatever is going to have the best effect on that enemy type. Now, I don't think the Pikmin themselves, except for a small handful like the ice ones, like the red Pikmin, I don't think they actually deal fire damage. No, they just, they like just slap can't, you real yeah, hard. Yeah, they just slap you real hard. They can't be damaged themselves by fire, but right. like they don't deal elemental damage. Ice Pikmin are new to that. So the ability for Ice Pikmin to land on something and freeze it, yeah. which gives your other Pikmin precious time to hammer away at them, that was a totally new mechanic, oh, nice. and I, I, I really like that. Very cool. There's a couple of other old... Old Pikmin, like um, Poison Pikmin, the little tiny white ones, okay. which they're on the cover art. Oh, so, so you'll I, find I'm, them yeah, eventually. I'm pretty sure that Poison Pikmin, and I think they were in one of the trailers. Okay. Uh, Poison Pikmin and my favorite purple Pikmin, the little sumo wrestlers of the Pikmin yep. world. Both of those are coming back. Purple Pikmin are just fat. <laughs> so so that's, <laughs> that's their superpower. But Poison Pikmin, they actually do, I mean, pseudo do elemental air quotes yeah. damage by being eaten uh, because then they poison whatever has eaten them. Unfortunately, it does mean they die. Ah. So obviously, I have never once uh, fed a poisonous Pikmin to a creature. I would never do that. Uh, you gotta give up on the past. Uh, never. Just have fun. Just have fun. <laughs> and it is fun for me. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, yeah, you get around. You go. You collect the fifteen thousand or the fifteen hundreds uh, stellar. I cannot remember. Sparklium. Sparklium. Good just God. call it I want to say Stellarum or like Solaris, and I know that's a game. And I you don't, know what? That's just not use what it a is. different word every time. Uh, Good the God. running joke. People, people will pick up on it eventually, I guess. But um, so, yeah, so I want to jump back to a comment you said where you think that they made the game earlier because why or not earlier. Easier. Jared, you're really struggling. I today. am. Oh, my God. It's because I had to go for work today. God. <laughs> uh, but no. So they had to. Um, yeah. That you thought they made the game easy because I was being like I was even prepping myself for a little bit of a challenge. In that, as we discussed on the show, I'm not the greatest at like puzzles or you know environmental puzzles. Sometimes that you have to figure out. Sometimes the obvious solution is literally right in front of me, and I just don't see it. And so I was a little gearing myself for that, being like, I know there's going to be a little bit of that in this. Uh, you know, using the Pikmin to like do this thing, to move this thing, to do this, so that you can get from A to B, something like that. But yeah, I would kind of like finish this, and it probably took. How long do you think do you think this the demo was? Two ish hours? Uh, probably? I took a pretty big pause in the middle because I had to go watch a cult show, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I but, started um, I like did half of it one day and then like yeah. the next I think I I think I may have spent a little bit more time in the demo than you okay. because I did get to my fifteen hundred sparklium. So did I. But I kinda took my time with it. I think in in-game days, not including the tutorial, I think I spent three days on Oh, I did too. Oh, okay, you did. Gotcha. Uh, All the same, I think I may have gotten to something that you didn't because you haven't mentioned it. Okay. Um, But continue Let me me say my thought first. Yeah, yeah, we'll come Then I'll say it. Because that was kind of the thing. I was like, I was kind of expecting this. And I know it was the earlier earlier levels and stuff, but that was going to be my question. Does it get harder? Because if there's not that much of of an extra... And I, and I just even mean this in Pikmin games in general, because obviously not having the the uh, the familiarity with it that you do. I was kind of like, does it get more than this or is this pretty much it? Because if that's the case, I'm kind of like, I don't think this is for me. So uh, first of all, uh, Pikmin does have some very light puzzling elements, like you said, some very light environmental puzzles. But much more so than that, I would categorize Pikmin as a strategy resource management game. Okay. Because, and this was especially more prominent in specifically the first game, and I would actually argue the third game, because you had an external factor that was actively pressuring you to do a specific thing. In the case of Pikmin 1, it was, you are literally on a time limit. You have 30 or 31 in-game days, and if you do not max out everything you can do within that time frame, Olimar will die, and you will will fail the game. Okay, so there's a little, yeah, I guess there there was a little bit of that, like, um, 
speediness to it or like you had to be like back by dark because yes. like same thing there was the day night yeah, cycle the day, night cycle but it really also like there was one time i was definitely out from the end because it just like all of us like i had seen the day the, the timer like slowly getting to red and i was like okay i've got to be making my way back but then it just all of a sudden was like it's night warning warning and started like counting down from 10 and i was like yeah. what where do i go and so that like i like started just running for the the home base and i didn't get there oh, but it didn't. still just let me Act like I did. Did you, huh? Did so you maybe have, I did. Did you have any Pikmin out in the field that weren't back No, they at were base? all with me. Oh, they the, were with yeah, you? Yeah, they were with me. So the Pikmin also didn't make it back to base. And they lived. I don't love that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, because it, it like it made a big deal making it seem like, and there again, maybe this is the demo early level. I don't know. And but there like, wasn't like a cutscene showing the Pikmin being eaten? No. That's going to warrant some more research. Okay. Uh, because I'm unclear on whether or not that is something specific to the demo. Because in ye olden times... I it, would be done. Uh, yeah, the, the, well, not necessarily... I don't think... Don't quote me on this. Okay. I don't think Olimar himself could die if he didn't make it back to the ship, but your Pikmin most certainly would. Uh, in the olden times, if you had Pikmin that were still on the map that weren't in their onions before the night timer officially hit zero, yeah. any Pikmin still on the map that weren't planted. Planted Pikmin don't count. They're safe. Okay. But any Pikmin that you forgot in areas of the map that were not uh, back in the onion, they would die. Oh, yeah. See, no. It, like I would like see the thing and it would say, like I kept getting like tons of reminders from i think it is louis louis somebody whoever the first person you find oh, colin colin yeah god they all um, have such stupid names <laughs> but like um they but colin was being like kept like enough where i was like okay i didn't leave any anywhere but he'd be like go get, don't forget to leave your pigment pick up your pigment that are out in the field and i was like but i have them all with me yeah and so i was i was a little confused with that because there was like this sense of urgency that didn't really seem to have a reason to be that's urgent. really interesting so i never encountered it that could have been a glitch or something too because i'm so deeply ingrained in the old ways right. that my love for the Pikmin would never allow me to put them in danger. Right. I would have them back at the ship yeah. tucked safely in their little Pikmin beds within the onion. Yeah. Safe and sound. So I don't know if that's the case in this game. I do know that there are a couple of other specific things that made me feel like, did they make it easier? And I kind of think they did. So what, what are these? Because like, what's Un the thing that Yeah, obviously unclear about uh, whether or not the night cycle actually matters. We will circle back to that and i feel like one of the trailers actually mentioned that at some point you will be able to explore at night so maybe it's a facet of that that technically you will eventually unlock the ability to explore at night even yeah. though it is more dangerous that's what the trailer because i did apply. hear i did hear like a little bit of they would say things of like it's, it's dangerous out there at yeah. night yeah. so maybe it is like setting it up so so since that's not unlocked yet maybe there is no penalty yeah, maybe in this early stages like a weird glitch and it just doesn't yeah you i'm not sure about that either okay we'll, we'll have to, we'll wait have to, for to the check that out out for that. Um, but yeah, so I kind of was like, like I said, I fought lots of people. I got like close to dying with one because I don't think I understood what I was doing because like the first one who actually like fought back. One of the fire ice breathing ones? Yes. Yeah, the fire so, breathing ones are always Like tough. they hurt o o Ochi <laughs> and, and they hurt me like pretty bad. But then I like got the treats things to be able to heal them. So it was all good. Gotcha. So I was kind of like, okay, I understand the like resource management of like making sure you have the right Pikmin with you and enough of them to be able to do the various things and tasks around the map that you need to do. But yeah, but I was kind of like, what are the stakes here? Because there didn't seem to be a lot. And that's really kind of something that I am also, uh, as of the demo, unclear on. Okay. Because it does feel like, okay, well, the rescue squad, at least based on the demo, isn't up against a timer. Like, sure, their ship is kind of worse for wear. They right. definitely had it broken a little bit. But it's not like you have to go back and collect specific pieces of the ship to repair it. You just collect objects that contain sparklium. You bring them back to the ship. It just sort of fills a meter that naturally repairs whatever the ship needs to be able to do. Yep. Uh, which, so functionally speaking, getting more sparklium does uh, increase the range that the rescue squad can go. Right. So when you... Um, 
when you uh, expand the range. So in the initial demo, you had like your little tiny home base section, which right. there are no creatures. And actually when you're at the home base at the start of the day, the timer hasn't started yet, which I don't know if you noticed I that. I don't know if I did. So you had to go talk to Colin and then actually depart to one of the other explorable areas. Mm. I think the place that we were at was like called the Sun Speckled Terrace or the yeah. Sun Speckled Patio. Something, something like adorable that. like that. Uh, so that's the primary area that you were exploring in the demo. But once you start upgrading the ship, you will unlock other areas of the map and you will be able to go and explore those areas as, as well. So and I'm functionally, sure. that's what repairing the ship does in this game. And I'm sure that like as you go to those other areas, there will be more like environmental there hazards and enemies yes, and stuff. So I'm assuming correct. that, yes, the, like the, the, the like difficulty does tick up in some way. Now, even that being said, so uh, again, a lot of my information is going to be based on yield and times. So that may or may not hold up to current Pikmin, okay. to Pikmin 4 specifically. But I think based on what I've seen of the trailers, it looks like there will eventually be bosses. Oh, okay. So the Pikmin do eventually have to fight bosses. Uh, and some of those bosses can be pretty tough. And they've got a lot of health. And they're pretty hard to take down without losing any Pikmin. And that's really what I'm always working towards. Right. So if you sort of... In, that's kind of the, the the appeal of the pacifist run is that you create that's your the own stakes. stakes. Okay. Yeah. That's why it was so much easier to do in Pikmin 2 than it was in Pikmin 1 because in Pikmin 1 everything was against you. Right. The world was against you, the timer was against you, the enemies were against you and they were really hard. So like if you lost 5 Pikmin you were like fuck it. What sorry bros, peace out. <laughs> but in Pikmin 2 it was like no, I can save them all yeah. if I really try. And Pikmin 3 I didn't play enough of to really even care. Sorry pink Pikmin, I just you weren't very compelling. <laughs> <laughs> but in Pikmin 4, even the early stage enemies, like the little mini bulb orbs yeah. and then the bigger spotty bulb orbs, or they might actually be called bull bears when they're the bigger ones. Mm -hmm. And then the little like fire piggies, they, yeah. they're not actually piggies. They just kind of look like it to me. The ice ones, they were all really easy to kill. Yeah. And I was like, was it always this easy or am I just better at gaming now? That's yeah. kind of the fine line that I'm trying to navigate because I can't figure out like, did they nerf it? Well, as a person who's never played Pikmin before, it, it was also easy. very easy. Yeah, I don't love that. Uh, so that might be something that we need to explore more once the game actually comes out and see if other people feel like they kind of nerfed it too. Um, I think that the ability to rewind the clock by a minute also, that, that that's honestly, and I understand why they did it. It does make the game more user friendly. Well, because like Personally, if you do have to I restart again, the day, it removes the stakes. Yeah. If you can rewind the clock by one minute, you can undo anything. Yeah, you can you can basically undo anything as long as you catch it in time. Whereas resetting the day, you actually might have something to lose. Well, you'll have to like go back and recollect. You any, have to go any back and recollect anything that you lost. You if you happen to you know finish a particularly difficult enemy off and you completed your goals, like hey, you didn't lose any Pikmin that right. time, but then you fuck something else up later on in the day, and you're like, shit, now I have to restart the whole thing go back again, again. This assumes that you've that you've imposed some. Uh, some personalized limits on yourself to make the game a little bit more difficult. Right. But that's what I'm saying is it, I kind of agree with you, at least in the demo, it felt like there weren't really any threats yet. Yeah. And of course it's the demo. It's all the early game stuff. Right. All the enemies are supposed to be pretty easy. I think. Yeah. But also are they? I don't know. Cause like, <laughs> again, completely different game, completely different. Like I would even say like difficulty level to it and stuff like that. But like, uh, Octopath Traveler demo one and two. Very oh, hard. Oh yeah, you got your ass, ass got my ass kicked. Ass handed to you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, different game. But I'm just saying, like normally demos, I don't feel like shy from the difficulty I, of I the game or would like you. or would alter it because I mean the whole point is you're playing it to get an idea. Of yeah, you're, you're totally right about game. that. Yeah, I think that's so. True. Yeah, that that in of itself. I mean, like I kind of said, I don't feel like the whole the game as a whole necessarily is my vibe. But still, it just like that that was kind of just like. Okay, I, I understand yeah. it, but also like, yeah, it didn't like help it in any way. I, I totally agree with you on that. That you know, at least on the fact that the demo is supposed to give you a good idea of what the game is. So if both of us got the feeling that it felt really easy. I think we might both find that it is easy. Yeah. Except until, you know, maybe you get to some of the later levels or some of the more challenging sub-levels. Right. Sub-levels are often where a lot of the bigger threats are. Yeah. Uh, maybe some of the sub-levels are much more challenging. Hopefully that is, honestly, hopefully that is the case. Yeah. Because if it's 
kind of the same level of easiness the whole time, that would sort of be a dissuading factor for because me. Because I understand, and there are plenty of, like, there's plenty of places for games that are really just chill. Yeah, I get it. Zone out. Sure. Take your time, collect resources, and have fun. I mean, hell, Stardew Valley. Cozy Grove. I love that yeah. game. There are no threats in that game. Exactly. But... This one, I kind of feel because it is like setting up this, like you're exploring this new place. You're, you know, there are these threats out in the world. I feel like there should be a little bit of that yeah, danger t- or yeah, like, yeah. Or, or just like awareness of like, shit could go wrong. But like, now, it just didn't necessarily feel like that was going to be there. My feeling about that is that where they've probably uh, backloaded all of that challenge is with whatever the mysterious nighttime mode is. Ah. So I'm betting that once you eventually get to unlock whatever the nighttime exploration mode is, that's probably where most of the challenge will be. The other thing that I'm not sure you got to, because you haven't mentioned it, did you get to the Dondari trial? There was a part of the map specifically where if you made it that far, like you had to get your pigment to remove some stuff to make it to that part of the okay. map, and you encountered an, ex- I mean, I would call it an explorer because it was sort of Olimar-shaped, right? but it had red fur instead of being like humanoid. And then another no, cast... No, I don't think I did this. It was like kidnapping another castaway and took the castaway oh, yeah, definitely and did sent them this. up into another onion. And then the castaway came out of the onion and it was covered in purple fur. So like oh. this like red red yeah, furry thing this. kidnapped another castaway and then made them into a furry thing and so what you had to do is uh, the the castaway you know the rescue crew yeah. you followed that creature down into a sub level but it wasn't really a sub level it was more or less a trial room oh. so the pre- no I did not do this the previous Pikmin games had something that I think was like this where it was like a multiplayer uh, sort of like time trial or really just resource management trial because the idea is you're in this contained space a contained room and this is for pikmin 4 specifically you're in this contained space where resources spawn like enemies treasures etc but both you and your opponent are in the same space together both of you start with a set amount of pikmin you have the ability to create more pikmin either by defeating enemies and Mm. feeding them to your onion or gathering a small amount of pellets that are nearby your onion so that you can get more pikmin very quickly so the goal is you're fighting against the other pick the other person to get as many points as possible so I actually really never messed around with the trials in the previous games. It just didn't seem that interesting to yeah. me. And having played this one, I will honestly say that the Dondari trials seem like something I will still probably not be super interested in. Just because, you know, it's not my... The the resource management aspect of the game alone mm-hmm. is not what's appealing to me. Right. The, the resource management... Plus exploration, because That's even the resource management that you're Pikmin. talking that you're talking about is really just like making sure you have the right Pikmin and the right amount of Pikmin, right? The Correct. right styles yeah. and all that. You stuff. You want to make sure that you've got the right style of Pikmin. You want to make sure that you're assigning your Pikmin to do tasks that they are physically capable of. You want to make sure in this game specifically. So this is sorry, my foot was really itchy and oh, I just good. couldn't bear it anymore. <laughs> um, in this game specifically, and I'm not sure if Pikmin 3 had this too, but in Pikmin 4, they've introduced a very light crafting element, Yeah, which is there are these little, uh, just sort of what look like glass beads, uh, just sort of laying in piles around the map. And if your Pikmin go to those piles and bring them back to the ship, they can be processed into clay. And then clay can be processed by your scientist uh, version, a member of the rescue team, right. to either create power-ups for a non-Olamar, your player character, to create power-ups for your player character, or for Ochi, which I thought was really nice. Like You can get him a fireproof collar, an ice-proof collar, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of that balancing act of, okay, do I want to keep all of my clay so that my Pikmin can use it to build shit out in the world? Or do I want to use all of my clay on these sweet power-ups for me, because I'm burning alive out there, and I literally need the power, (laughs) the fireproof suit. So the clay was a new part of the game. Uh, The Enemies that we saw were pretty standard, but I know that they're going to have added new enemies to the game. That's just sort of a, a, a part of Pikmin at this point. And if yeah. they haven't, shame on them. <laughs> the Ice Pikmin were new. The sublevels are not new. Those were introduced in uh, Pikmin 2, and they've continued to be a very um, important part of the game. And the Dondari trials were at least new to me, but mostly just because I truly you just did didn't not, I them. just didn't engage <laughs> with them. Like I saw them, I knew it was there, and I was like, no. That's not, I'm not here for that, so yeah. peace out. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, again, based on the demo, I'm not sure if the Dondari trials are going to be baked into the story. 
because in the demo, I'm not sure if that was just like to give the players a taste of what Dondari is, or if it's like, hey, at certain points in the story, if you want to progress XYZ, either main or side quest, again, I'm not really sure about that, you're going to have to do more Dondari trials. Because if that's the case, that's also a problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> They're not bad. Like, it was fun. I had, yeah. a, And I obviously blew the other guy out of the water because it was level one versus AI. Right. So, I mean, it was extremely easy. But again, I was like, this is really easy. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm really not being challenged at all by this, which you know, I, I didn't love. Right, right. Especially when you're used to that being the, the yeah. thing. I mean, I know that you set your own personal standard with it with the, with the pacifist run, no no pigment dying. I didn't but even still, have a pigment die by accident. Yeah. I didn't lose a single Which one. usually does happen and in old fair, games. to be fair, I wasn't, I wasn't trying that hard. Yeah, that's I was, what I kind of just like, I like, I would yeah. come up to an enemy and just like, throw stuff at it and just like just like throw and nothing I did didn't seem to have like either a negative I mean like yes if the Pikmin element effect like it, it hurt the enemy it had an effect but like I just like was like random bullshit go and just yeah, like yeah, threw, that's threw, exactly threw stuff at it. Pocket sand. <laughs> oh man, I was playing Borderlands <laughs> I was playing Borderlands 3 the other day and my character is a Beastmaster. Uh, is the Beastmaster class. And so, like, you can have a little, like, uh, alien pet companion who runs around with you, but one of your abilities that you can do is you can, like, throw these, like, summon and throw these, like, flaming, like, bird creatures, basically, Ooh. who, like, dive bomb your enemies. And, and that sounds uh, awesome. I took a... I wanted, I'll have to Flaming see Flaming flying Pikmin, if you will. Yeah, but I think I took a video. I, t I like saved a capture of it. I'll have to see if it's on my phone uh, where we can hear it. But he kills somebody with them, and he says, like... Pocket birds or something like that when he throws them. That's so awesome. So I have to see. I know I like took a still of it. It's yeah, it's right here. I don't know if we'll be able to hear this. Don't. Okay. Well, I saved it there. Obviously, that's where I paused to do it. I'll I'll have to find it. But I believe you. He's a good looking game, by the way. It is. It's really good. And it was like 2018, 2019, I think. So it's a few years old, but like. Pocket rats. He just said it. Hilarious. <laughs> and I was like, oh, King of the Hill reference. I get that. Sorry, that was a very long drawn out. Thing Anyways, for that the payoff. point is King Dale Gribble is is out here in 2023 keeping it alive, keeping the pocket sand. I, I alive. like I knew that joke and I saw and I heard that and I died laughing. I, was I like, know oh, that Jared's been only very recently watching King of the Hill. Yeah. So it's very we finished exciting. Season one. It's oh my God. so good. It's These so good. Uh, another tangent for everybody, but the smoking episode where Bobby smokes. Oh my God. Bobby is the best character. Bobby on. is the best it's, character. It's honestly pretty difficult for me between Peggy and Bobby because yeah. Peggy is so funny. She but is. But Bobby is also so funny. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, if, it's, if it's like a tandem Peggy Bobby episode, oh, I'm like, I'm in heaven. One. This yeah. is the best. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, how did we get to Pocket Sand? Oh, I don't know. That's what I was just saying. Like, I, throw, like, just felt like I just, random bullshit I was just go, throwing right. random bullshit and, and that just like happened to yes. work out for me. And still, then, yeah, I maybe lost two Peggy. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, this could just be because maybe we're just pro-tier gamers at this point, but I, I mean, feel like in, in the previous Pikmin games, especially against like the bigger Bulborbs, yeah. the, the bull bears or the spotty Bulborbs, it was pretty actually difficult to make sure that you were throwing enough Pikmin at... Well, so that's the thing. The throw mechanic isn't necessarily new, right. but it is the primary mode of attack in this game. Now, to be fair, because this is something that I harped on to, to ad nauseum in the previous time when we talked about Pikmin 3 many years ago mm -hmm. my biggest complaint about the game was that they removed what I call the swarm feature which is in the GameCube era you know how the GameCube controller had that awkward little yellow C stick Yes. That was separate from the analog sticks. So the C stick, specifically in Pikmin 1 and in Pikmin 2 GameCube version, let you basically, on the ground, so conduct your Pikmin as a swarm oh. to surround an enemy See, and attack nice. them from all sides. I loved the swarm feature they kind of brought it back. I don't know how much you were paying attention in the demo because they kind of like glossed over it very quickly. But they were like, hey, by the way, if you and your Pikmin aren't on Ochi and you hit the, oh, you had to get a power-up for it. That's oh, what it was. okay. Did you get like the little power-up that I think was a megaphone? No. Okay, if you did. So it was like one of the most uh, affordable of the power-ups. It was like the first or second level power-up that you okay. could get. So if you got a little item that was shaped like a megaphone, I think, it gave you the ability to, I don't know what they called it, maybe like charge. It gave you oh, the ability to charge. I did have that. 
So if you did that while you and your Pikmin weren't on Ochi, your Pikmin would just rush forward and attack the enemy on the ground. I see. So they kind of brought it back. But not quite as like... Uh, like uh, yeah, it's not necessarily like you could direct pliable. the swarm, but it, but it, they, to their credit... It was, they probably went back and looked at Team Chat's review of Pikmin 3 and they I were mean, like, wow, top the, charts of the, people, <laughs> the people hate that they don't have the swarm <laughs> feature anymore. We got to bring it back for Pikmin 4. So I didn't really get to use it that much just because I, I just was having no problems beating anything. Yeah. So like, why would I need this? Uh, so the, to their credit though, they did sort of bring back Swarm, which I like. The other thing that they sort of added semi a new mechanic is that when you're Pikmin and you all hop on Ochi and ride around together, if you then charge at an enemy with Ochi, when Ochi collides with that enemy, the Pikmin automatically jump off of Ochi mm. and all onto the enemy yeah, at yeah, once, yeah. which is kind of like a jumping swarm. Right. So I was like, okay, I love that about this. But again, it was like, Easy. With the enemies that were presented, <laughs> it, didn't, easy, it just man. felt like, yeah, this yeah. is kind of like just It just felt really over. easy. So, so. I'm, I, again, maybe that will be proven. Maybe I'll get to the main game and get to one of the night modes and just get destroyed. Which I'm honestly, being that that is the new thing, and I guess, yeah, sure, save things for the actual game itself. But I was a little surprised if they're, they're, that we didn't get a little taste of it. Exactly. Or at least like a preview yes. of it. I, I agree. I was like, huh, they, they mentioned say, the night mode, but it's not in the demo. The Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. Was that the, the most recent Kirby yes. game that came out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we played the demo of that one. And it even like the demo ended and it gave you like, here's what else is in the game. And like had like another like mini trailer of like all these different things that you'll come up to as, if you get the rest of the game. And I was kind of surprised that this didn't have that. It's just kind of like, all right, you finished the demo. Yeah. You can like scan this QR code and you'll keep all your progress when you do the next. Which that's nice. Well, that is nice. You won't lose your progress. Uh, I do like that that has become a new feature of demos. Yeah, thank God. But, um, but yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, okay. So, so far, so to, uh, I feel like we've really harped on all the things that we didn't like about the game so far, but there is, I want to say, a lot to enjoy about Pikmin. Uh, the, the gameplay itself, I do still find very relaxing. I really like the exploration factors. I love the thrill of finding new treasure. The sub-levels in particular, I find very engaging because that's often where some of the more puzzly aspects are. <laughs> However, <laughs> I already have to redirect back to something that I really don't <laughs> like about the game. Because the game is trash. No. no, and this really circles back to what I didn't like about Pikmin 3. This is where I'm tying that back in. So there is something about having a group. Like in Pikmin 3, you had a group of four playable characters. In uh, Pikmin 4, you are the one playable character. You can switch on and off with Ochi, though. Like if you're exploring sublevels, you could, or really anywhere, yeah. you can sort of swap command to Ochi, which is very reminiscent of Pikmin 2. So I'm fine with that. Being able to swap between two characters that can be on different spaces of the map at the same time and command their own Pikmin, that adds a big level of strategy to it. But when you make it a group, when it's like a whole group of people, and specifically in Pikmin 4, where the group of people are constantly yelling at you to do stuff and reminding you about like, hey, don't forget your Pikmin that are in the group. Oh, yeah, that was happening yeah. all the time. Like, hey, make sure you're back at the ship by nightfall. It's like, I fucking know. I know. There was I a not... lot of like pop-ups. Hey! There were so many. There were so many pop-ups. And it's like, ooh, okay, we've only found, in my case, three possible castaways that are sort of congregating in the hub world, and they are uh, intruding on my thinking time yeah. a lot. And I don't love that. And then the other factor of that, and again, this is both for Pikmin 4 and Pikmin 3, there's something about that group mentality that I think sort of diminishes the feeling of being small. Yeah. Because when you get into a group like that, it's kind of like, oh, I'm protected. I have a home base. I have a whole group of people that I can go back to at any given time. There's really no danger here. Yeah. Whereas in Pikmin 1 and to a lesser extent Pikmin 2, it was like, we're fucking all alone out here, man. Yeah. It's me, you, and the Pikmin. Again, and the stakes are lower. The stakes, the stakes are just much lower. Yeah. And something about that group mentality just makes the world feel less 
less mysterious. That's yeah. really what I'm trying to get at. It's like, oh, this doesn't feel well because quite even as new is, it, is I think the, the problem. It even like kind of like it fell back on the fact that you had played as Olimar the last three games. Yeah. Because well, and, and I only pick- the last two games. Oh, okay. I don't think you played as him in Pikmin three. It was the other four random, pe- oh, random okay. ass people. But, but still, it's just like they kind of fell back on that because like you would discover something new and they'd just be like, and they'd be like, "Oh, that's weird." I'll just refer to Captain Olimar's notes on this. Yeah, like and then they're just like, and then everything was just discovered. like there. Yeah. Yes, that, and you're, so, you're nailing it. it, it and that was even something I picked up on. Not even like it's not like, hey, why don't you go collect like five of them, like kill five of them, and then we'll be able to do study. Yeah, or, you know, or for like something like that. Um, it was honestly funny too when you were saying earlier that like the, the main thing of this is like you're just going around filling up this meter to like have this payoff. I was like, you know what another game was that you just did went around doing activities to fill up a meter with no ob- potential payoff? Rage two. Rage two. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's back. It's back. Oh shit! It's Rage back, two. But in the form of Pikmin four. Oh man, yeah. So you know, yeah, so that was kind of like, huh? Yeah. All right, I've seen this before. Yes, uh, and I mean, you know. Uh, so, so the TLDR for me is the core aspects of what make Pikmin great are absolutely still there. Sure. If you loved Pikmin 3, I think you will love Pikmin 4. But if you were like me and you were kind of on the fence about Pikmin 3, like lukewarm to negative about it, yeah. I'm not entirely sold. Basically, I'm not sold. Are, uh, you, having are finished you still going to get it? Oh, I'm not gonna, sure. Not sure. Not so sure. So that's I'll I'll phrase it this way: It's definitely not a day one purchase for me. Well, in a in a yeah, I mean, I think it's been clear. It's not a purchase. For me <laughs> yeah, I, like, I feel I, like I don't think I'm clear. gonna go. I don't think I'm ever gonna be like, you know what? I want to do Pikmin Four. But here's the thing: I mean, it, it kind of sucks because I was really excited. Yeah, about Yeah, I know, 4. and I real this is not what I anticipated no, your review no, of the demo. I'm sure that be. people were likely expecting it to be much more effusive because you may have recalled from the Discord I was hacking. Jazz about too. Pikmin Four. That sucks, when but that just happens. the the. I mean, particularly the large group. The fact that they are constantly intruding on you. It's like Navi. It really yeah. is. It's like I hate this. This specifically is making my experience worse. So even though the Pikmin are adorable, I love the exploration factors to it. There's just something about it that feels recycled yeah. in a certain sense. Uh, and, and that's not to say there won't be new things to explore later down the line. There probably will be, but I, I'm just not sold is really where I stand on it. So I think it's going to be the kind of game of if I see it later on this year and I've like finished all of my other games, like I beat Octopath Traveler sure. 2. Probably never going to happen. That's not true. I will beat that game because that game is fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, if I eventually beat Tears of the Kingdom, that's probably never going to fucking happen. Not true. I'll beat it, people. <laughs> if I beat Metroid Prime Remastered, Jesus. that one might not happen. The list goes on. The list goes on and on. That's what I'm saying is I already have so many other very, very good, extremely engaging games that it will be difficult for me to it, it, it'll be hard for me to choose to make the space yeah. for Pikmin 4 when there are so many factors about it that just from the demo, I can tell I'm not going to like. So unless someone comes out and they've bought, the, you know, someone in our Discord, yeah. if you get Pikmin 4 and if you love it and you're like, hey, the demo was misleading about these things, you know, once you get further into it, the people that the other castaways aren't as annoying. Right. Once you get further into it, it gets a lot more challenging. Once you get further into it, you encounter all of these new creatures and these new types of Pikmin and it gets way more interesting. That might be able to draw me back in, but just based on what I've seen from the demo, I'm very not sold, Uh, which is a bummer because I loves me some Pikmin, but they have made some more choices with Pikmin 4 that makes me feel like I'm not sure that this is the game that I was hoping for is really where where I land on it. Well, so unfortunate. That is. That is <laughs> yeah, kind of definitely a hoping that to is have not more at all what I've expected. Like I was playing it kind of like no. thinking like this probably isn't going to be my jam, but like I want to try it out to see yeah. what it's about. And I was true. I was like, yeah, it's not my jam. Yeah. But I was really still expecting you to be like, oh no, let's go. I'm no. buying this t- tomorrow. Like, uh, unfortunately, it feels like Pikmin Three Redux, uh, which I didn't like Pikmin Three. So yeah, that's, that's where we're landing today. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> it's too it bad. Could be Pikmin Three. The one thing that we didn't talk about: the game looks incredible. 
incredible. Oh, it's very pretty. Oh my God, it looks beautiful. You know, you look back at screen grabs from Pikmin 1 and 2 and even Pikmin 3 and you're like, look at those ugly ass The games. color palette's nice. It's, everything's so bright and vibrant. Hate. The soundtrack yeah. is really cute. The audio design is adorable. This When when the Pikmin uh, all latch on to Ochi and they're riding around on yeah. the map together, did you notice that they sing little songs? Oh no. If you ride around long enough, they'll like hum little songs together oh, and it's like, that's shanties. A wonderful. That's I incredible. love that. So there were things, there were moments of joy that I was having in the game, but they were constantly intruded upon by moments of annoyance. Mm. I think that's the best way to describe it. Yeah. Many moments of joy, many moments of annoyance. And I, I worry that that balance might be too tipped in favor of annoyance, which just, just to say I'm not sold and we will leave it at that. There you have it. Our first impressions. And if you want to sway me, if you love Pikmin Swear. 4, you know, after the game comes out and you're like, no, the, the, you're wrong about all of this, make your case. I would love to hear it. I would love to hear about someone that eventually plays Pikmin 4 and adores it. What draws you in? What do you think the game does really, really well? Because that might be enough to get me to go back to it and play it. Very true. Very true. And it will also have to go on sale. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is not a full price game for me. But you know where you can do that and sway Mogan's opinion of Pikmin 4? Well, you can do that by writing us at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com. You can join our Discord, talk about it with us there. Comment below wherever you're listening to or watching the show, tweeting at us or threading at us because, like, who uses Twitter anymore? And then, you know, and all that stuff. Do we stuff. have a thread? I need to set it up, actually. Oh, okay. But, like, I was uh, like, we have a thread account? <laughs> I, I need, I've been meaning to do it. <laughs> add us on Mastodon? <laughs> or Blue Sky? <laughs> But anyway, sway oh us. Sway Mogan's oh, opinion of yeah. Pikmin 4. You're not going to have any effect on me. So <laughs> no. I'm a lost cause. Don't waste your time. But anyway, oh, man. that is our first impressions of Pikmin 4. Based, based, on, the based demo. on the demo. But that's probably all it's ever going to be. <laughs> yeah, honestly, but, probably. <laughs> but still, let us know what you thought what you thought of the demo if you've played it. Or let us know your thoughts if you have jumped into the full game already. But with that, everybody, that concludes this episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right. Adios, I do still love Pigment. I didn't just mean to shit on the game, but you know, there's, there's certain <laughs> things about it. Anyways, bye. Just Pigment 1 and 2. Okay, everyone. We'll see you all next time. <laughs> <laughs>